I'm Jen Schrader, and this is Behind the Springs, conversations with the people working for you in Colorado Springs, Olympic City, USA. Hey everyone, we had kind of a stormy start to our summer here in Colorado Springs. About a month ago on June 21st, the city set a record for the highest amount of precipitation in one day. That's according to the National Weather Service. And we had 1.62 inches of rain that day. We had 9.3 inches of rain in the month of June, which bested the 8-inch record in June of 1965. So, um... Here at the city, we have a whole team of people who constantly think about rain and storms and stormwater. And Richard Malady, our stormwater enterprise manager, is the head of that team. So, Rich, thanks for being here. Thanks. Thank you very much. I appreciate you being here to talk about um, the storms. And I know a lot of people are thinking, oh, yeah, I know all about those storms in June. They caused me headaches with hail, roof damage. You know, a lot of cars were damaged. I know that our pothole crews are behind because of all that stuff. So there are some negative parts of the rainy weather. But also, it's been a great opportunity for your team to kind of assess what you do. So let's talk first for people that don't know really. I mean, they have an idea of what stormwater is. But what is your team You've been here, but you're back. So I want you to kind of give us an idea, an overview of what Stormwater does. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. So the Stormwater Enterprise, that's where the, you know, the part of the city that manages, um, maintains, builds, and really operates the stormwater infrastructure throughout our city. So um, I'll give you a brief overview. Think Stormwater, you're thinking like... What? Like, yeah, give so, people an idea of what it looks Yeah, like. so, the, you know, obviously when you think stormwater, you think when it's raining, right? So that's an easy one. You, you get a large amount of precipitation, you get rain, and you see the water rushing down the street and going through the pipes and going in all these ponds and other things that we have around the city. But really, it's any precipitation that, that falls and kind of builds and, and runs off. So it could be snow and snow melt. That's stormwater, right? Mm-hmm. Hail is stormwater, um, you know, certainly when it rains. So really, any precip- precipitation throughout our city kind of counts as that. So, you know, we have a large city. We're 200 square miles. Um, We have a lot of paved surfaces, a lot of buildings, a lot of roads, and we have a huge stormwater infrastructure system that that seeks to, you know, manage and kind of effectively as we can control uh, stormwater and that stormwater runoff as it happens. Because even though it's obvious, it's like when stormwater's not working, we're talking about flooded streets, everything gets backed up. Right. That's when we tend to hear from residents That's a lot, right, yeah. which we did in the past. That's they, right. A lot yeah. of that has been fixed, but they would call and say, every time yeah. it rains, my cul-de-sac floods or my driveway or my backyard or right, whatever it may be. That's right. We get complaints. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right. And, you know, we, like, I said we have a large city and and you know we can kind of get into this later and I think we should but uh you know a lot of our city was built we just what was the sesquicentennial sesquicentennial so, okay. 150th and just so everybody just knows I'm an engineer so I mean like I couldn't even spell what you just said but you know 150th so, anniversary that's right okay so you know that means we have infrastructure that's 150 years and even older right right you know, some of it was built before we even incorporated the city so we have a tremendous amount of infrastructure that's you know some of it's very old and some of it's new right some of the areas of our city were built really before you even had design criteria or even engineering methodologies to approach stormwater, you know, so we can, we run into uh, situations like that that we can talk to. So let me, let me give you, you know, uh, just a brief and give 
give the, the folks listening kind of a brief overview of what the stormwater program is for the city. Okay. Because I think it's a lot more than what we just talked about. Right. You know, just collecting rain. And that's rain usually water. where people's knowledge ends yeah. from what we just said. Yeah. I think most people know that, hey, when it rains, it goes into a curb and gutter. Might go into an inlet. We call it an inlet or catch base. And, and that's the city's job is to make sure it does that. Right. right. So, that's and right. then people go, that's stormwater. Yep. Bye. Yeah. yeah. Yep, so. No, stay with us. <laughs> that's right. That's stay right. with us. There's more. That's right. Okay. There's more. See, I'm glad you're here because, you know, it's like, I'm like the boring side of this. No, no, no. There's a lot going on in your team. So stormwater, let me tell you about stormwater and the stormwater enterprise. We basically have five programs, and I think it'll help. If I describe briefly the programs, I think it'll help people kind of understand how the city approaches stormwater management. So the first one is kind of um, 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 obvious, and that's we have a capital program uh, team, a team that, that builds capital projects. So large stormwater infrastructure. So we have about over almost close to 400 miles of open channel in our city, right? Some of those are concrete line channel. You see that. Uh, some of them are natural channels. And we have a team that, um, you know, when we have uh, areas that need to be repaired or we need to rebuild stretches of creeks, they are the ones that, you know, manage the design, the construction, and, and uh, the, you know, the process of fixing or building large projects, okay? They also build things like large uh, detention facilities. We have about 150 municipally owned stormwater uh, water quality or detention facilities. So that's a lot of those, right? We've got something like 20,000 inlets and manholes. We've got um, more than 500 miles of just underground corrugated metal pipe. We have huge stuff. So when that breaks, they fix it. And that's all under that team. That's all under that team, okay. Then we have another team, and that's the maintenance and operations. And that's really embedded, actually, in the broader public works. It's kind of an interesting uh, model. We've We've leveraged, you know, some... Uh, areas of, of public works with the stormwater enterprise to to uh, more uh, effectively and cost effectively manage our infrastructure. So that program maintains all of the infrastructure that's built, right? So Same thing as like a streets worker would do, but that's just right. with him. Yeah, yep, with and they're kind of within that team, and they do that. So okay. they'll mow, you know, large facilities. They'll you know do the you know vegetation control. The big vac trucks. It's like a giant vacuum on wheels, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they suck out little inlets. They do like 10,000 back in. Uh, to get all the junk out of there? Yeah. 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 Okay. Cigarette butts and, you know, trash and debris and all these things, right? Okay. So they'll do all that, right? Um, and then they do, you know, all kinds of just uh, pipe maintenance, just like everyday maintenance of, of, you know, that, you know, that you got to do, right? Because... Because owning a city is like owning a car, right? You got to mm-hmm. change the oil and you got to, you know, change the tires. You got to keep it maintained or it's not going to run effectively. So we have that team. Then we have another team. And this, I think, is, and it is, gets, is something that I don't think people think of. But we have a, a design review, a development review team. Anything that gets built, and I think this is important, especially in light of June and what we've just seen. What we just saw. Yeah, anything that gets built within the city. Everything that gets built, planned, engineered, has to come through uh, the city of Carlos Springs, right, and planning. It also has to come through uh, Stormwater Enterprise for review. And we make sure that private development, public projects, all projects, anything, meets criteria that the stormwater uh, program has developed and set. So this is like holding developers accountable. They That's can't right. just come in and do what they want. That's right, yeah. Okay. To develop, you have to have, you know, your streets have to be sized and adequate to convey flows. Your pipes have to be sized by engineers. You have to have detention. You have to have water quality. I mean, Got very it. complicated. And all those are in plans and stuff that goes to the review team. Okay. And I'll give people uh, just an idea. They, that team does about... 4,000 document reviews a year. Wow. So we're a large, you know, growing city. Yeah. And um, that's a very, very uh, busy team. 
And nothing in the city can get built until it gets approval through, the, through those review processes. And that's a protection for the city, because we're going to own and maintain some of this infrastructure after it's built by a private developer or a private citizen. But it's also the public, because we're make sure that when people build things, it's safe. Right. When you buy a new home or you yeah. get a new apartment, right. you're in an area that's not going to yeah. Yeah, be trouble. Yeah, that it's not going to be trouble. So, and okay. you know, that way the channel in the back of your house isn't going to, isn't going to, uh, uh, um, you know, cut and destroy your entire backyard and possibly take your house out. Right. So we have criteria that stops all that and a okay. review team that covers that. So then the fourth one is, is, um, a financial part because we're a stormwater enterprise and, you know, thank uh, you know. So thankful for City Citizens Colorado Springs because several years ago, right, we we voted as a community to fund stormwater, and and so we have a department that makes sure that we're um, handling the that you know those uh, uh, fees and things correctly financially and all that. So we have a program that handles that. And then the last one is kind of interesting. It's a water quality program, and we do things in that like public education outreach. We do about 100, maybe a little more, 120 presentations a year, like schools and community groups. And that's different than, like, I, I know a lot of people know that Colorado Springs Utilities does the same thing, right, right. with water quality and right. education. So it's similar to that in that outreach to the community. Yeah, similar, But just yeah. our, own, our, our own messages. Yeah, and it's kind of talking about, you know, what, what is stormwater, you know, kind of what we just said. You know, what is the stormwater pollution? What pollutes? You know, how, how can we as citizens, um, you know, help improve water quality? Like, you know, how often should you fertilize your lawn? Or, you know, we have a scoop the poop campaign, right? You know, mm-hmm. please pick up after your dog. Well, we have um, a, a, a team of people that go out to community groups, um, schools and we do education and outreach and, you know, and really in try and, you know, inform citizens on the importance of water quality and stormwater management and, and, you know, how they can help and, and what we do. And do they sometimes get in touch with specific neighborhoods or areas Absolutely. who have concern as well? Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we have certain areas and people will call us and say, Hey, you know, so like those older neighborhoods and yeah. that need new infrastructure. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So that's good. And then we have, um, uh, a whole team that inspects con- during construction because if you think about it during construction if you if you grade a whole area and it rains all that is going to is going to wash a bunch of sediment down into the streets down into the pipes and you know you might see driving around town in a construction site like the little black fence yes. you ever see that stuff yeah. and, you know there's like a rock pad going into their site um, all those things are actually required under the clean water act and required by us from our criteria and we have a whole team of inspectors and other reviewers that ensure people are building responsibly from a stormwater perspective. Which is really important because yeah. we have so much building going on it is. right now. Yeah, yeah. it is. And, I'll, you know, another just factoid for people, Just ra- I'll just rack them up. Because, you know, <laughs> again, you know, like an engineer, I got numbers. Yeah. I can't even help it. They just yeah, come out. they just come out. I got numbers. <laughs> and so um, that team is very busy. They got, uh, they do about 7,000 inspections a year. And oh, so, okay. Um, those are erosion. And that keeps going up. Erosion control. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, as we develop. As we and, grow. And that's, again, just to ensure that, you know, that, that things are, are being um, um, constructed in a responsible way to help protect um, water quality and protect, you know, the health, safety, and welfare of the public. So those are important things. You know, you don't really think about that when you think of stormwater, but um, those are a few things we do. And then it might surprise people. We do a, a tremendous amount of water quality monitoring, which is kind of neat. We actually test all throughout the city on a regular basis, both wet and dry water. Uh, wet and dry weather monitoring. So we monitor the creeks and streams for different pollutants, and we track that, and we have for almost 20 years. So we have a very good data set about how our cities actually, uh, you know, what is the And then what do you do with that information? Yeah, it's great. So we use that to inform uh, decisions. Like, 
where should we, you know, focus on improving water quality from a, you know, putting in projects mm -hmm. or putting channel stabilization and, you know, where can we, um, um, you know, place resources that would improve that. And we use that data to kind of help those decisions. So that was a lot, but it's kind of, that's a broad oh, yeah. overview of what we do. And that gives us a good idea. That helps. So, so as you're looking, I mean, here we are in July and as we look at June and yeah. how crazy that month yeah. was with rain, yeah. um, are you able to say, okay, the report card says we yeah. get a B plus or we get a, you know, how did we do? And, and is that in some ways that is a positive for you to see, wow, this is the maximum that this, that we've experienced since whatever the 1960s. Yeah. So we really get an idea of this was a major yeah. rain, major well, rain yeah, events. We better had. than that. I mean, so just so people know, I mean, um, actually the, so the data we have, the national weather service has, and we have some data, I think goes a little before this, but the national weather service, their data goes back to 1894. Oh, okay. So that was the wettest, not just the wettest June, that was the wettest month ever recorded going back to 1894. Wow. So that is a tremendous amount of water. And I think, you know, even more than that, if you take um, um, uh, May and June, yes. so the two-month period. Yes. And, and by the way, June, I had, it was, you said it was 9.34 inches. Yes. Is that right? Yes, it not? is. Okay. And, and that was more than, and I have it here, but I mean, I kind of know it. That was more than the 1935 flood. Uh, wow. Which that happened during '35, which um, destroyed um, most of downtown. Right. It was more than the '65 floods, which destroyed all the Shooks Run. It was more than '99, which caused a huge break on the channels and all this. And so um, there was a large flood in 1900. I wasn't around for it, but I got some data. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And, um, so anyways, those were our big events. Yeah, I mean, th those so that was the that you know I think we've had a, some conversation lately about hey that was record rain. It was actual, the most, not just a record rain, it was the most month of any month in our entire cities recorded really. Which we're not going to get into the whole discussion about the wild weather lately, that's but right, that's just, right, that's right. right. And so, all the causes, yeah. because that's a whole nother yeah, podcast, a whole nother, whole but, nother, but yeah. it is, but it is an opportunity, an opportunity in some ways for you to really see yeah. how is the system working? That's right. Right. And yeah, that's what, right. what ways can we improve? That's right. That's right. And oh, I just want one more thing. If you look at the two months, May and June, oh, May and June. That. yes. That we had 14.56 inches in those two months, which is the highest two-month period ever recorded, um, going back to 1894. Again, through all of those record things, so tremendous amount of water. You know, it, we you know we don't get much more than about 16 inches in an entire year. So um, that was a tremendous amount of water. So to your kind of question or observation, how did it how to do? Mm -hmm. Well. I never want to like, you know, you, there's always going to be a bigger, or there's always potential to have a bigger storm, right? And that's the way statistics work and everything. But that was a very, those were very large events. And if we look at how our infrastructure performed, I mean, you know, I, I, it, I, it was impressive for a lot of reasons. And it was really good to see. We put a lot of, of resources and effort in the last six or seven years um, into the stormwater infrastructure. And, you know, Mayor Southers, um, you know, one of his main goals was to improve the stormwater uh, infrastructure. And I think, you know, that's that's the biggest test we could have had. And, I mean, he even used to say himself, and I know you and I have talked about this, it may not sound exciting. Yeah. Like, I know yeah. stormwater isn't something you're like, oh, right. I'm so excited right. to see that. It's kind of like getting a new roof on your house or right. new tires on your car. Like, you spend a lot of money and time getting it done, and you know you're not that pumped about it. But at the same time, you do feel good about it because it's like it's your car. It's your house. Yeah. It's your it's the stuff that 
you know, matters in your day-to-day life. Same thing here. Like if you're listening and going, yeah, yeah, that's great that you're doing that. It is great. We're doing it because it literally impacts everyone. It does. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's stormwater is also kind of out of sight, out of mind until it happens. Exactly. And you know, we're in arid climate and, and, and so we're not Seattle. So it doesn't rain every day. Right. So people aren't reminded of somewhere every day. You know, we get, they don't have you on the podcast until there's a record Uh, amount of rain. If you had me every day, your ratings would plummet. (laughs) I mean, you'd just be out of a job. Yeah. So, you know, so how do we perform really well? And I'll tell you, but there's always caveats. So our mainline infrastructure, which was, was, had been ignored for decades. Right. And just because of lack of funding and it hadn't been addressed for decades. Right. Right. And we had a lot of main, what I mean by that is like the major creeks and streams. And like I said, we have over 300 miles of that. And then the large piping network systems, which we have hundreds of miles. We're, we put a lot of money over the last six, seven years, and that's the backbone of the storm. That's like your major arteries, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that really performed well. I mean, we had a few spots where we got, we're going to have to go out and do some projects. But, I mean, you know, it, it's hard to say, but, I, but, I, but if we'd had those uh, events, you know, uh, seven or eight years ago, we'd had a, I think we'd had a totally different outcome because it, the system was not ready to handle it back then. Mm-hmm. So thank goodness we had made those investments. I think it really. And you're right when you say a lot of that is credit to the voters. Yeah, for because investing. The, yeah, yeah. It was a, you know, and I get questions about, and we can talk about the EPA laws and things like that. Like, well, you know, what went wrong or who did what? That's not what happened. I mean, it's just you know, you you, you hadn't been invested in it in a while. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like so it's sort of like you know, you didn't work out you know for ten years and then you tried to like run the marathon. Right. Yeah. You know, right. That's not going to work. Out. Right. So thank you. We we had been working out for a while and then we got the big storm. You know, the areas where we, uh, where we saw, uh, um, you know, issues are things like intersections, okay. you know, large intersections right. that you see intersection flooding, see flooding yeah. local road. Because I'm, I'm sure if people are listening, they did see some of those pictures. Absolutely. Our fire department yeah. had to go out and help out yes. in those small areas. And a lot of times residential, smaller intersections right. where that flooding occurred. Right. Okay. And that's, and that issue there, some of those, um, honestly, some of those, it just had, we hadn't seen this amount of rain actually ever. So now we know it's an issue. We, you, know, just, you just never knew. Yeah, it was like actually never an identified issue because, you know. And then other of those, those are those old areas. You know, they were, they were built in the uh, um, mid-1900s or even further back or, you know, before we even had things like underground stormwater conveyance. You know, we talk about this a lot, like the Shooks Run neighborhood and some other neighborhoods. The streets back then were designed to carry the major flood, which, I mean, the 100-year event, they actually designed the street. And so um, some of those neighborhoods, it's like, we're going to have to go back in and, you know, you're limited on what you can do, but you have to, we can try to address as we see those problems. The intersection, you know, some of those, again, those are intersections that, you know, were built before um, the science of, of, you know, water resources and water resources management was even existed. So we're going to go back in and try to address those. And so those are kind so, of So it is a talking. positive, I mean, even the... I guess even the negatives that came out of it yeah. are positive in that you never would have known otherwise. That's I mean, right. Now yeah. you've got, yeah. you've, you've been able to identify. But as far as, you know. Do we uh, have the resources to go in and fix those or how, how do you yeah, do so that? Yeah, so that's the really good you news. Plan I mean, ahead. Yeah, yeah okay. that's the really good news. And I mean, I have to say, I mean, you know, just to kind of drive that point home. I mean, the, the, rea- the, the, the system that we have in the City of Colorado Springs is, you know, that was a major test. It was the biggest test we've ever had. Mm-hmm. And I know there are areas, and, you know, if someone's listening and they had an area that had flooding, you don't want to hear somebody say, oh, that was great. Right. Because you had, you had your, your neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. You know, so there were those areas. But overall, it was, it was, it was, it was really impressive because, um, you know, we did handle some of the biggest and largest events that we've seen. So, you know, um, your question, though, about the funding, and, and we can kind of get into that. Yeah, thank goodness that we have the Stormwater Enterprise 
and the, and the stormwater fee, because we do have the funding to address that. We've been using that funding, you know, last uh, uh, several years, and now we have a whole new list, and we'll uh, start tackling that list. And the good news is we have a we have a revenue source that's in place for uh, some time here in the future, and um, and that gives us the opportunity to tackle those problems too. And so. Um, and how do you prioritize those? Yeah, that's a good question. So um, it's actually, it's just, I like to explain it like this. It's, it, it, it's really as simple, the health, safety, and welfare of the public. Okay. And that's what we do. And so, you know, I talked about our capital Who's project delivery and, team. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we have a large uh, list, and we look at it, and we say, okay, where are the greatest threats to public and private property? Um, you know, where are the greatest threats to health? Like, you know, is there a, is there a sewer main that's at risk of breaking or something like right, that? You know? Right, uh, health, right. Health, and, right. Yeah. And then safety, you know, like is you said. Is it by a school? Is it by where kids are crossing yeah. all the time? Yeah. yeah. Is it, right. you know, like we're about to uh, do a major project at Sifford and Dade. Mm-hmm. Um, Sifford and Dade Street, that's up uh, over by Austin Bluffs and Academy. They've had more high water rescues at that intersection than any. And the reason is it's a low water crossing. So it's like, they call it a Texas low water crossing, which means you just drive through the river kind of, right? Oh, yes. And over the years, you know, we've had people try to drive through that. And they get stuck. They get stuck. We barricade it now. But, you know, those are areas where that's a safety issue. And so we're going to fix that one. So that's a priority. So health, safety, and and welfare is, you know, is really how we prioritize those. And then within that, you know, we have to, we have a budget. So we have to kind of say, okay, what can we do? What's, you know, what's the most important one? And we report it. You know, the only thing is, is that every time it rains, and I can tell you for sure, our list changes, mm-hmm. you know, because things pop up, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, we're, so two, you gotta be fluid. All the time. You know, everyone loves rain because they want vegetables. <laughs> it's like the crushing sound of money because every time I hear rain, you know, something, you know, is, is you know, because we're a large city and things something's going to give, yeah, right. I mean, you know, something's going to give. So, right. you know, I think so we, you, we actually so did one time on bit, the love You get a little bit antsy. Yeah. 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 Rains. Everyone loves rain except for me. <laughs> yeah. And a few people on my team. So, but I mean, in general, yeah. <laughs> the storm of it has been positive. No, it really it's a was. Good report yeah. card. And I mean, hopefully your team took just at least, at least a, a few seconds to say, wow, all that work we've done over the last yeah. seven, eight years has really paid off. I, I think um, we haven't. Okay, well, gonna, you should have a little pizza party or we're something. We're do that in November <laughs> after um, September and August. Okay, after yeah, you because get we're through. Because we're not through it. Yeah. We're not through it. Okay, yeah, I, I won't like, jinx us. I know, I'm sorry. like, you know, you know, because we still have, we still have some months of, of rain left. And, and um, you know, and that's, by the way, most of our large projects are done during the wintertime, you know, so right. we can work in our creeks. It's so. a tricky thing because I don't want to have the fire department in here for the next episode talking about wildfire mitigation. I mean, I will, but, no, I know, you know, right, we I don't know. want it too wet. We don't want it too dry. Right. It's, it's tricky. Um, but I'm glad that things went well for the most part. Yeah. Thanks for coming and explaining to us. I appreciate it. Yeah. No problem. Thanks for being on. And so I really do want to encourage the public before we go to, um, you know, follow the city of COS on social media, because that's really where we spend time frequently updating people about these stormwater projects, especially if it's in your neighborhood and you care about it. And also if you see things, please report it on the go COS app. Sometimes we aren't able to be everywhere and know everything. So we appreciate the reports on that as well. And, um, I think that's it for us today. But All thanks right. thanks for listening, everybody, to Behind the Springs. 